It's Alan with another podcast. Uh, Hospice of Spiritual Journey. How'd you like that for a beginning? Can't can't beat that. And the um, reason I picked that, it's a very beautiful day here in uh, the western county, part of the county of Greenville, South Carolina, right at the Blue Ridge Mountains. And it's just a gorgeous day. Almost makes me feel guilty because uh, I know people in Texas and other places are really struggling right now. And um, Watching the pictures this week, it just, um, it was just heartbreaking. You know, I grew up in, with this cold weather. We had our share of uh, single digits and zero and below zero, but I guess we were better prepared for it. So uh, just hope things, things get better for them this week. Our thoughts, thoughts are, are with them. So um, another podcast, second one this year. I have a big announcement to make today. And um, I'm excited about it. I hope that uh, you will be too. Um, <clears throat> some changes I'm going to make. And hey, I got some, some new things here today. I got a new mic, which um, I think is uh, going to sound a whole lot better. And uh, moved locations. Suzanne is a retired um, college art professor. And uh, she has a studio here with a garage. And I decided... Hey, they're good vibes up there, and it's roomy, and it's airy, and um, better than my little little office, a little study. So here I am, and uh, I like it. I like it up here. So uh, new things going on and new announcements to make, so this is a big day. Um, all right, let me start talking about where I'm going with the podcast. You know, um, the last several weeks, well, more than that, <clears throat> probably two or three months, I have... Uh, really been asking myself questions about this podcast for a couple of reasons. One, I um, I sort of feel like I'm being deceptive because people are looking up something about hospice and I'm talking about hospice for a couple of minutes and then I'm going, let that lead me into talking about <clears throat> things that I'm really, um, really feel strongly about as far as uh, spirituality, Christianity, the church, religion. So that was bothering me and then... Um, I love hospice, but, you know, that my my heart is passionate about some other things, as I just said. So I mentioned it to Suzanne one day, and she said, well, why don't you just start another podcast? And I said, well, you know, I don't have time to do two podcasts. I don't think that's going to work. But she planted a seed. It gave me a lot to think about. And so I decided to just change the name of this podcast and go a little different direction. And... Um, 
I don't know if it'll be successful, if it won't be successful. Honestly, I'm not sitting around worried about that. Um, I got to give it a try. If it uh, flops, then it flops. And, uh, and I'll know, you know, hopefully uh, my ego is not so big. It'll be crushed by that, <clears throat> you know. Um, and I love hospice. Don't get me wrong. Hospice is a great, great thing. And uh, I've talked about there are a lot of misconceptions in fact, somebody said to me the other day, I guess most of your patients have cancer. So there's this idea that um, you go in hospice because you have cancer. And that's certainly not the truth. In fact, I read recently that there are less cancer patients in hospice now than there are other illnesses. So, you know, if you put COPD, if you put uh, congestive heart failure that's, that's declining, you could put Alzheimer's. So, so there's a big variety. And uh, I would say to you, if you have a family member with anything like that that's going on and they're, they're not getting treatment and uh, the prognosis is not good, then, you know, call your local, um, local hospice and um, have them come get an evaluation. I <clears throat> spent a couple of months trying to get a friend to put his wife into a hospice. I shouldn't say a close friend, but a a neighbor and um, just couldn't quite pull a trigger and finally he did and then in about two weeks he said to me gosh I wish I'd have done this a long time ago and I hear that all the time so uh, so yeah I, I love hospice I'll still be using some hospice stories but in the fa past few years um, my heart has been primarily focused in another direction my concerns, or what I think about, what I'm, um, I, I use the word passionate. I, I think that's an overused word maybe, but it's something different. And that is, again, the church, mostly spirituality, Christianity, church, religion, and the direction that um, I and a lot of other people have seen it, uh, it go in the past maybe decades. And... Uh, Excuse me. So this deep concern has uh, caused me to want to speak out about it. And again, people may be interested and people may not be interested. So here's the name of the new podcast. And the name itself is going to be controversial. So get ready. The new podcast will be called Rethinking Christianity. Now, uh, I am not here to speak out against Christianity. That's not my point. I am here to challenge us to maybe think about something, some things differently, to um, look at where we're going and what's happening, and um, I hope people will, will be interested in listening to that. Um, you can say, well, you know, what qualifies you to do that? You know, I could talk about education. I do have, um, you know, theology <laughs> studies. Um, another degree. So um, I could talk about that. I'm not going to get into it, but I have basically studied um, spirituality, theology, human behavior, whatever you want to call it, for over 40 years now. So, um, and I could talk about that. It might qualify me. I've been, um, but most of all, what qualifies me, I think, is that I've grown up in church. You know, my dad was a pastor. All my grandparents were involved in church. I, as I've said before, I grew up going to church, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, 
revival meetings. So uh, then I became an assistant pastor. Then I became a pastor for a while. And that didn't turn out too well. <laughs> Wasn't my finest moment. Um, but, um, you know, I look back on that and realize that uh, I was to blame for a lot of things that happened simply because I was um, moving in a direction and a lot of the people, most of the people weren't ready to move in that direction. And I thought they should be. So, um, you know, that's, that's a mistake made, but something, you know, a, a learning experience. Not that I was better than them. It just, we were at different places at that time. So anyway, then I went on to be a, a counselor, working on a church staff, uh, kind of a spiritual counselor. Then I ended up working at a hospital as a pastoral counselor before I moved to Charleston, South Carolina and became, uh, uh, working, started working with hospice. So I think that um, those experiences qualify me more than, um, than education. And I'm not saying I'm some kind of an expert. I'm not saying anybody's an expert. But I do have my ideas, and I think they're um, well thought. I, I never get on here and talk about anything that I just came up with yesterday. Most of the things I think about and talk about, I've been thinking about for years or at least months, weeks, and, um, you know, I've, I, a subject comes to my mind, I start struggling with it, I read about it, I pray, I think. And uh, so, believe me, I, I never take this uh, casually. And uh, I also realize when I put out a podcast, whatever I said, it's out there. I can't, I can't take it back. So, um, so yeah, this, this is important to me. I take it seriously. And um, I, uh, I hope that I have some things to say again, that will be helpful. You see, um, Christianity it should be, like anything else, it should be moving. There should be a movement to it, an evolving, uh, unfolding. And when that stops with any organization or anything, when that movement stops, when that growth stops, it will die. Things do not live if they're not moving. So let me give you an example of what's happened through the years. Think about, there was a day and time when uh, men got an armor, took a shield with, of all things, a cross on it, marched out to slaughter infidels, uh, unless the infidels converted. And sometimes they weren't given that chance. So 2021, we pretty much realized that's not, <laughs> that's not what this is about. So we move past that. Then um, think about England, kings and queens of England, you know, 14th, 15th, 16th century. Uh, whoever was on the throne, that's uh, if a Protestant was on the throne, then the Catholics got pro prosecuted and burned at the stake. If, um, you know, if a Catholic was on the throne, then uh, the Protestants were getting burnt at the stake or their heads cut off. When Henry VIII was king, nobody knew from one day to the other. If you were a uh, this is interesting, too. If you were an aristocrat, you, got your, you, you were able to get a quick death with your head cut off. If you were a peasant, then you had to be burned at the stake. We've moved past that. At least Christianity, yes. Um, closer to now, there was a time when um, people used the Bible to justify slavery. Uh, they would pull out verses here and there without taking the opportunity to realize that uh, 
Paul, Jesus, they weren't condoning slavery at all because slavery was a part of the culture. Uh, they did speak out about how slaves were treated. And, and, and by the way, in the Old Testament, when Jews, when they had slaves after, I think it was seven years, they had to release them. They had to free them. And, uh, but if the person said, wow, this, this, I've really been treated well here. I have a great home. I have, they could stay. Anyway, that's, that's a sidelight. Um, so we use the Bible to, uh, to try to justify owning other human beings. Well, pretty much we're past that. We not, may not be past a lot of the residue, but, um, but we're past that. So those are examples of what I'm saying of how Christianity, spirituality, needs to be in a movement, moving constantly, growing. And when that stops, as I said, either it will die or it will go backwards. It'll revert back. People dig their heels and, uh, and say, no, 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 you know, it, it, it was good enough for our dads and moms and grandparents. Uh, it was good enough for us. Um, it's interesting, and uh, <clears throat> I hope I'm not getting off track too much here today, but it's interesting when I was uh, pastoring a church, and um, I really didn't have anything to do with the music, but um, whoever was leading, you know, the, over the music began to use these little choruses, and this was like back in the early 90s or something, and, you know, like a lot of churches do now, I guess, uh, regularly. And then they wanted to, this person wanted to teach courses, and they were doing that. That's, you know, I thought that was great, fine, <laughs> one way or the other. So this this uh, gentleman comes up to me after church one day and stops me in the hallway, and he says, I want to tell you, I do not appreciate these jingles we're singing in church, these little jingles. I said, oh, well, okay. And I said, you know, one day, someplace, somewhere back there in time, somebody sang Amazing Grace for the first time. And I wonder if somebody like you came up and said, I don't want to hear these little hymns you're singing. And my point then was that, you know, we're, we're moving. Things change. And if you're sitting there telling me, no, the old, the old ways were better, then it's not going anywhere. There has to be change. I can take you to churches and you can do the same that have determined that the things are going to always be the same and they are dying. Um, because that's, you know, that's what happens. The, um, the university I, where I went to school, you know, very evangelical, fundamentalist. And, um, you know, I look back and I, there were great, there were actually some great professors there. I learned a lot about, again, theology and philosophy and literature and, and on and on. And I appreciate that. I've, I'm over being um, sort of angry about the rest of it because I realized I, I did learn and I was challenged to learn. But the president of that university would regularly stand and say, I haven't changed in 30 years and I'm not going to change now. Well, he died and somebody else came along with the same idea. And so the school went from like f between four and 5,000 students and kept dwindling and dwindling. And then one day I heard they had 400 students and now it doesn't exist at all. <clears throat> it's gone. Um, in my opinion, it's because it was rigid. It was stuck. 
and it couldn't survive. So that's my concern and concerns of hundreds and thousands of spiritual teachers and pastors out there today who are talking about this very same thing. Again, I'm not speaking against anything. I am saying we there needs to be change. And if, I think if any person with just sit back and be honest with yourself, you can see something's wrong. Something has gone wrong, and it is not pretty. People are leaving church, especially millennials down. And their reasons is that it's not relevant, um, hypocrisy, uh, it's not meeting the needs. I saw where one woman said, you know, I'm afraid to take my children to church because I'm afraid that they'll end up with the same guilt and shame that I've lived with. Oh, that's sad. I uh, read where a pastor said that I, he said, because of what I've seen within the church and the faith, I am now an atheist. But I have to stand up and, and preach things I don't believe because right now it's the only way I can feed my family. I could go on and on about things I've read like that, and that, that's sad. It's very, very sad. Um, some of my own concerns is that, um, you know, it, it, it seems to me, oh, before I do that, let me, let me read something here before I, uh, uh, wow, this mic is great. It picks up everything. Um, let me read something before I, uh, before I say, go into my little spiel there. Um, I was, I've been working this podcast for oh, a couple of weeks, maybe more. And I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm nervous about this. I, uh, I realize I'm sticking my neck out and, uh, There'll be a lot of you know things I'll talk about that a lot of people won't agree with, um, but as I said, you know if it if it doesn't go anywhere and nobody listens, then then fine. I, you know, I, I gave it a shot. It's one of those things I can't not not do it. Is that right? Anyway, <laughs> you get the point. So I, I was working on it. I walked by my bookshelf and I saw just out of the corner of my eye a book uh, called The Great Spiritual Migration. How the World's Largest Religious is Seeking a Better Way to Be Christian by uh, Brian McLaren. And I know I've um, quoted him a lot because he is uh, certainly, his journey has been similar to mine. But uh, there's a lot of people in the podcast as we go on, I want to uh, recommend to you. There's a guy by the name of Philip Gully, and he wrote a book I'd recommend to anybody who's, who's really searching and wondering. It's called If the Church Were Christian. Rediscovering the Values of Jesus. And he has 10 things that he, he thinks would happen if we'd actually get back to being true followers of Jesus. And he has a chapter on each one of those. It's, it's great. And maybe uh, maybe one day I'll, uh, I'll talk, talk about those as well. But anyway, uh, Brian McLaren wrote this in the preface of the book. Over the last 10 years, something has changed for me. I haven't simply moved to a new location where I am now settling down from, say, static fundamentalism to static evangelicalism to static liberalism. Instead, I've come to see that what matters most is not our status, but our trajectory. Not where we are, but where we're going. Not where we stand, but where we're headed. Christian faith for me is no longer a static location, but a great spiritual journey, and that changes everything. As I see it, religion is, a, is at its best when it leads us forward, when it guides us, 
in our spiritual growth as individuals and in our cultural evolution as a species. Unfortunately, religion often becomes more of a cage than a guide, holding us back rather than summoning us forward, a buffer to, const to constructive change rather than a catalyst for it. Uh, geez. <laughs> I think I could just end the podcast right there, but uh, I, I so much agree with what he's saying. And um, it's a great book if you're interested, a great spiritual migration. And as I said, gosh, there's all kinds of things that are being written and talked about um, men, women, pastors, teachers. So, uh, you know, just, just if you're a reader at all, give some of these things a chance. If you're a person that's hungry and seeking, then you know, maybe I can uh, guide you along the way, encourage you um, with this new podcast. So my my own concerns, I just uh, this morning was sat down and was listing some of them. I, I'm concerned that we've made Jesus into who we want him to be, not the Jesus who was a Jew living um in the day of Roman um, uh, oppression of the Jewish people, a carpenter um, speaking a particular language, we have changed Jesus and we've made him more of a, uh, a t-shirt Jesus. And then even that Jesus, we don't take seriously. Not only we take Jesus that the New Testament teaches about seriously, we don't take the one we make up seriously. Uh, it just makes us feel good, it seems like, to say, oh, you know, Jesus loves you, and uh, and to move on. A second concern I have is that um, it seems that Christianity has become more about right beliefs than right behavior. Um, and I don't think that phrase is original with me. I think it just stuck in my mind from someone. So I would say at this, I think Christianity has become more about theology than a way of life. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with what you believe. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with theology. But I am saying when those become primary and how we live, our, our lifestyle is not based upon the teachings of Jesus, those things don't matter. They mean nothing. And I've said before that people argue over theology. They don't argue so much over how, how we live. So that's another concern of mine. Um. This is, this is a quote I used, I think, last, last uh, podcast. I'm sure I did. And it's, uh, it says what I want to say, but it's not my quote. We have traded our spiritual birthright for a political ideology. Uh, political values are, have re replaced uh, spiritual values, in my opinion, and what I see. Um, prideful, or the ego being the very best, has become more important than humbly serving other people. Um, you know, success is what we're thinking about now. Uh, getting more, rather than what Jesus taught, just humbly serving others. We want to be the best. Well, <laughs> Jesus said, if you want to be the best, then become a servant to everybody. You want to be the greatest? Yeah, become humble and become a servant. Um, we are anchored in dualistic kind of thinking, which again is not a term original with me, and Richard Rohr uses that term, a lot of other people, and it basically means 
dualistic thinking is you're either in or you're out. You're either right or you're wrong. You're either with our tribe or you're out. You're, you're not, you're wrong. You're, you're against us. Um, there was a time when the disciples came to Jesus and said, hey, we saw this guy over here and he was doing all these works in your name and he's not one of us. So we told him to stop. And Jesus said, well, why did you do that? If he's doing this work, then why, why do you want to stop him? So he's not a part of our group over here. But that's what Christianity has become. You're a part of our group or there's something wrong with you. Um, another one is that um, commitment, and, and this is going to probably certainly be controversial with a lot of people, but commitment to a church has become more important than experiencing God and following Jesus. I believe that very much. <clears throat> people are more committed to their church than they are to what Jesus, how Jesus called us to live. I'm not against the church. I'm not going to speak out against the church again. I think there needs to be a whole lot of reform in the church. But um, again, uh, who was it who said, the best place to hide from God is in the church? I think that's a bingo. You can get there and get involved in all the activities and uh, committees and choir and all the rest. And all the time, <laughs> you just let your relationship with the divine go. Those things have become more important. And I'll probably do a whole, whole podcast on that at some point. Another one. Consumerism and greed have replaced simplicity and generosity. We are a consumer society, and we've become a consumer uh, Christianity, religion. Uh, and there's all kinds of examples of that. I guess the big one is uh, prosperity gospel, which one pastor who, who was a part of that and came out and said, you know, it's, uh, it's religious gangsters. <laughs> that was his statement, not mine. Um, you know, we, we've been wrapped up in consumerism. You know, uh, how much do you have? And instead of living a life of simplicity and generosity, as Jesus told us to do. And then uh, the last one that I, I just wrote down today was that um, we have brought the values of our culture into Christianity rather than God into our culture. And um, I think that's pretty obvious as well. Jesus went counter to the, to the culture and to the politics and to the religion of his day because he was not just a reformer he was he brought a revolution to say hey come and live a whole new way of life jesus wasn't dualistic jesus was saying hey there's another way he came along and said well you've heard it you've heard it said don't hate or don't murder but i'm telling you if you hate somebody so he he took spiritual life from the external and brought it to the internal so um i th i think the culture has affected christianity and the church more than we have affected the culture and that's that's dangerous as well so um let me uh let me uh, go on to see what some of the things i want to say here oh um attachments every Every religion has some word for detachment. 
um, Jesus would use the term, you have to, to die so that you can live. Um, you have to let go, <clears throat> and on and on. Attachments are dangerous, and you can be attached to all kinds of things. You're obviously your possessions, you can be attached to your job, you can be attached to a person. We often mistake attachment for love, and love is detached. Um, love doesn't say, I have to have you to complete me. That's a Hollywood fallacy. Um, so there's all, I could go on and on about what you can be, you can be, uh, again, attached to the church. Uh, and you can be attached to your ideas, to your beliefs. They can become more important uh, than, than reality of God, of spirituality. And the reason for that is it gives us some sense of security, some sense of comfort. And let's face it, some people are probably never going to let it go of that. I know in my own life, um, it took trials, difficulties. Uh, it took me at one point, my uh, train going off the tracks, sort of ignoring God. And um, But when God and others that he brought into my life helped me get the train back on the track, I had moved forward in the journey because more than ever, I understood what it meant to be forgiven. I understood grace. And Jesus gave this a whole you know, statement about if you've been forgiven much, you love much. So once you experience all that, your love um, for God grows deeper. So uh, my point is that you know, it's um, to detach from things, usually you go through some difficulty. Because if things are going well and you're getting what you think you need out of your possessions or your job or your whatever, your recreations, then, uh, then you're probably not going to change anything. Now, let me say quickly, there's nothing wrong with any of those things. And you, you, know, you detach from it doesn't mean you're going to have to get rid of it or let it go. It means that you're willing to. So when it comes to your beliefs, um, you know, your dogma, if you detach from it, I'm not saying that you're going to find out all of it's wrong. I'm saying you're going to be willing to find out that some things are wrong. And until we do that, things will not change. We will be stuck and we will die. You probably think I'm, I'm exaggerating. You probably think I'm going over the top with that. Um, but I'm telling you, I feel very strongly about that. And um, it's, not, uh, it's not just me. There is a, um, um, I, I can't, for lack of a better word, almost a movement in a direction of moving us forward. And um, nobody is organizing it. Nobody got different pastors and teachers and, you know, spiritual teachers and all together and said, hey, here's what we need to do. That's not what happened. Just all, you know, gradually, I guess, maybe instead of all at once, you begin to see and sense. And there's a, uh, if you're open to it, there's just this feeling that things are going in a, in a different direction, a good direction. Um and um, if I could be 
I'll just say this. If I could be one tiny part of that and just get some people to say, wait a minute here, or encourage somebody who was out there struggling as I did at one time to say, oh, okay, maybe that makes sense. Maybe this has been what's, um, what's held me back. If just a few, if I could just be a part of a few, then that would, uh, boy, what an honor and privilege that would be for me. Um, so that's why I'm doing this podcast, uh, Rethinking Christianity. So this is the last of my podcasts that will come up after, uh, <clears throat> under this name. Now, all these podcasts will stay, but now it will be Rethinking Christianity. There will be a different logo. By the way, the one I was using with the, you know, the trees and all, I used that, frankly, because I was really proud of that picture. I took that picture when we, uh, Suzanne and I, were at uh, Glacier National Park, which is absolutely spectacularly beautiful. So, you know, I wanted to use it, and uh, but there'll be something different now. And uh, I hope you will listen. I um, Another new thing is that Spotify bought... Anchor, which is the platform I use, and so they have some new, I think, features, and I'm learning the way I can interview people, I can call them, there's people I want to, I want you to hear from, um, that I'm looking forward very much to that, and uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm excited, um, and uh, nervous and afraid at the same time. My first one, as far as I know, we'll hear in a couple of weeks, will be um, Rethinking Christianity and our view of God, our image of who God is. So uh, I thought that was a good starting place, sort of a foundation. And then uh, I have a little uh, notebook thing I keep with me. And every time I think of something else I want to talk about, I just I write it down. I write it down. And uh, so I have a whole, <laughs> a whole list. And um, also, yeah, uh, the other thing I wanted to say is, you know, I, I'm— Never really use social media. I think I've said that before. I I believe that I have a Facebook account. I'm not sure how I got that, that I've never used. I am on Instagram, but I've never used that as well. I mean, I look sometimes to see what other people are, are saying. Uh, it's not that I'm against any of it. It's just when Facebook first came out and somebody showed it to me and I was people talking about what they had for dinner and how many soccer goals their <laughs> kids scored. I'm, I'm not too interested in this. But, you know, there's a lot of good things, but I'm not interested in getting into a lot of other stuff. But the long way around to say, I hope to learn to use Facebook, Instagram, whatever, to promote this. Because for some reason, I feel much stronger about this. I, I really want to get it out there. And if you, um, even from this podcast, if you have, you know, been encouraged or challenged in some way and think, then, uh, man, I don't think I've ever asked you to do this. Maybe I have, but, you know, tell somebody about it and uh, let them listen and see if they want to listen to the future podcast. So, um, yeah, there we go. And uh, I uh, I look forward to uh, to you listening to those in the future. And uh, uh, I'll say one thing, another thing. I keep, My mind keeps going. You know, of all the podcasts I've done, you know which one has been listened to the most? By far, the one that says the gift of confusion. And that itself says something to me. It says, I think there are a lot of people out there that are confused and are saying, wait a minute here, what's going on? And so, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to 
look at some of those issues. Um, I'm excited about it. Uh, a lot of new things happening here for me. I, uh, I get maybe better organized. And uh, so thank you so much for listening to uh, Hospice of Spiritual Journey. And I welcome you into our new podcast, Rethinking Christianity. God bless and hopefully I'll, uh, I'll see you soon.